ICA Gear has outfitted over 10,000 bow hunters across the country, and we're continuing to raise the bar when it comes to bow hunting camo. New for the 23 season, we introduce our never-before-seen panel fabric system designed to be dead quiet along with our patent-pending bow hunting collar, Osseo Gear. Features and function built for bow hunters by bow hunters. Learn more at asiogear.com. In wild country, the challenge of what's outside brings you closer to what's inside. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, presented by Expedition Enterprises. Waypoint TV. Welcome to Bear Bow Hunter Podcast with your host, Nate Bailey, where we look to the ancient paths of our hunting ancestors to guide our future, where woodsmanship and hard work outweigh advanced shooting devices, where we value those who have gone before us, and welcome those who are yet to come. Join us as we exchange valuable insight about the barebow hunter's lifestyle. All right, here we are with uh, the second edition of Barebow Hunter Podcast, and we got Jerry on again, like I said we were going to do. And um, we got a lot of things to talk about tonight, and we'll try to keep it uh in line huh okay <laughs> i don't know if that's going to work or not but we'll give it a shot anyhow <laughs> i'll just keep my answer short two yeah. words one word whatever will get the message across yeah you, you could always you know do the caveman thing you go, ooh, ooh, <laughs> mm, or. yeah yeah now now one of the big things that i i was really wanting to talk about tonight and uh it's coming across on Barebow Hunters Group, and it's coming across on a lot of the other things, and I'm getting messages about it and things like that. Things like that, or you know, how we actually go about this uh, thing we call barebow or traditional bow hunting, um, and how we actually obtain some kind of level of uh, performance measures, and and how we understand um, and get the confidence to actually shoot the bare bows and, and you know because a lot of guys are having issues with that confidence level and and me personally uh it took years honestly to be really honest with you and brutally honest with you it took me years um, right I, I don't know if it did the same for you but i'm to the point now where if if i get a animal in within range it, it's it, it it's either on or off but i mean there's no in between there's no doubt in it right um you know it took me a while and and i know that that in other podcasts it's the stick bow's been called the struggle stick you know and and for good reason because when you pick up a traditional bow for the first time and start shooting it's not an automatic uh you don't have sights to line up um uh, frankly it's it's way harder to shoot than a compound bow and i think that's obvious and and i don't think anybody can really argue that point or disagree but uh i'll tell you when i first started shooting when i made the commitment and i think we talked about it in the last podcast about when that was i i literally i had a a bag target and i put one of those orange fluorescent dots you know about an inch across on that bag and I paced off five paces and when I could put every arrow 
in or right around that dot. I mean, a real, real close group starting to bust knocks. Then I backed off to seven yards and just kept repeating that until 10 and then, and then 12 and then 15. I mean, it took me months till I was back at 20 yards and, and feeling like, feeling like, you know, I was doing that at 20 yards. I was putting them all right around that circle. And that gave me the confidence to know that if I was within 20 yards of an animal, um, it was going to die. And that happened. That played out at November, the first arrow uh, out of a traditional bow at an animal. I put it right where I wanted it, right where I was looking. And she ran in a big circle and died right in front of me, which also added to the confidence. But the thing with, and I, and I just found that this out, this, I didn't find it out. I knew it all along, but it brought it back home to me this weekend that I hadn't shot my bow since November. And then I went out to uh, a buddy's house and they set up some uh, targets. I was the only traditional shooter in the bunch and the closest shot was 20 yards and they went all the way out to uh, 60 and I was reminded very quickly that to shoot a stick bow well and to have that confidence that you're going to hit what you're aiming at you pretty much got to shoot year round and practice all the time now it does come back you know after several years I've been shooting traditional now since 89 it comes back fairly quickly, but it takes a few days right, right. for that to happen. It isn't just a, it isn't like, well, it's like anything else. You pick up a basketball after six months and go out, shoot a basket. You're not just going to start tossing in three pointers. Right. Yeah. And you know, that's exactly how I shoot as well. I, I shoot, I shoot an in- instinctive style. Um, some people would say there's no such thing as true instinctive or else you just pick up a bow and shoot it. And that's true. You know, it's not instinctive. There's a lot of work that goes into it, but I yeah, shoot. It's I, semantics. Yeah. And I shoot that style. And, and so, you know, some of the guys listening to this are probably brand new into it. So I'm going to kind of start from the beginning of, of my journey and then uh, move from there. And the first thing that I had to do was I had to come up with uh, a form that actually works <laughs> it took me a little while to right. do that too i mean it's hard to read form and i didn't have youtube back then and no and so it, it actually took me going to a couple shoots and guys helping me out before because i was doing it wrong and uh mm-hmm. and you know and, and they were showing me different things on my release they were looking at my glove and seeing how my glove looked and telling me you know i'm, I'm pulling too hard on my bottom fingers and things like that and um Right, and I had the benefit of living really close to Dave Dorn. So when I first got into this, um, of course, I was buying all my supplies from Dave. I bought my first recurve from Dave, and so uh, he helped me out quite a bit. You know, and that's not to say that I didn't end up with some bad habits or that I still don't have some bad habits. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he, if Without the YouTube, I mean, coaching is awesome. If you can find someone to coach you, that's that's the best way to do it. Um, and I, I don't mean, you know, you know, your buddy down the street who shot a stick bow once ten years ago, but 
somebody who is accomplished, an accomplished shooter, and they knows they know what they're doing and they know what to look for. And I'll tell you, only a, a couple, three sessions with somebody like that to help you with your form. You know, I used to shoot with a high elbow when I first started shooting. Right. I didn't even know it. it felt straight to me, you know. Right. Um, and now with, with, of course, even with our phones, all the video out there, you can right. You can evaluate right. your own form and you can actually – you can actually have someone coach you from across the country. Sure, sure. With with video. Right. But definitely, if you're new to this, get somebody to coach you. Right. And then start start on the form. And that's what we were talking about is when you start on that form, you're standing, you know, it looks pretty funny. <laughs> because right. Because you're right in front of the target and you're standing right in front of it. and um, And you're just getting your form down to where everything is exactly the same every time. And some people anchor different. Some people have a different hand, the way they handle the riser. I Mm -hmm. I know there's guys out there that are going to probably say, no, no, you always put your hand on a certain way, but that's not true completely. It depends on the bow you're shooting. And right. You know, and I I can't shoot a regular recurve deep dish handle or riser. I have to, I have to have that long bow riser. That's why I shoot a recurve with a longbow riser. That's just the right. way I, I do it. You got to shoot what you settled into. And, sure. and I knew somebody, and I, gosh, I can't remember who it was now. It might have been Wes Wallace. It's been years ago I talked to him, and and uh, he has a, a great concept for the wintertime, and he could probably do it year-round. You know, and the weather's bad. He puts a bag target in his garage, and then he practices. He gets about five yards away and he picks a spot closes his eyes and then in his mind he goes through the form the draw and all that and the release so he's just concentrating on that draw that release and the form and he says when you open your eyes he says it's amazing how close those arrows will be right right and once once, you start getting things down yeah and once you're there that that's when you start picking up the what I call the supernatural part of it. You know, the form is the natural part, uh, making sure that you're doing everything exactly right. Right. And then but it's mu- yeah. what's it's muscle memory. It is. It is. And then, so once you get past that, you have to have your, Oh, I don't know. Your mind takes over and it's just like shooting a basketball. Then you just have to shoot a lot. And uh, that group for some reason will move to where you keep looking if you have everything tuned right and you have your uh, your and you have your form right, everything will eventually take over and you can start shooting like shooting three pointers, you know. Right, and, and it's interesting that since I'm left eye dominant uh, and I shoot right handed, that if I put my bow down for a while, uh, the first probably couple dozen arrows will shoot to the left every time. It might only be a few inches, you know, at 20 yards, but it'll be to the left. It just, you got to get that memory thing going again to make that adjustment. Uh, and then all is well with the world and arrows go where they're supposed to go. But, uh, but yeah, it, it definitely takes a lot of practice. A lot, right. It's, it's not like a compound and I used to shoot compounds. So, so, so people <laughs> don't, please don't write in and say you're full of crap. Um, it isn't a compound where you can put it away for six months and then pick it up. And unless 
the mice got in there and messed around with your pins in the garage, you're going to be able to be stacking arrows at 20 yards oh, yeah. in, a few, in a few minutes. Oh, yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And traditional archery, it takes dedication. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I know a lot of compound guys that are shooting year-round, too, and, and, they're, and they're shooting some yardages, though. You know, they're, they're shooting some 80 yards. For them, they have to, um, you know, in at the range, they have to – that's the way that they keep that, themselves – honed to the best uh, is to shoot those long ranges you know and most of the guys i know won't shoot they, there's no way they would shoot 80 yards at an animal but or they might if it was like a grouse but they won't shoot 80 yards at a big game animal a lot of the guys but they do practice at that to keep them honed up for that 40 yard shot you know so well that's my my favorite actually kind of practice and, and what helps me a lot better than standing in front of a target and you've seen this when we've been out hunting is I like to stump shoot a lot, yeah, shoot at leaves too. and stumps or whatever when I'm out hunting. And I will yeah. always pick targets uh, from, you know, 30, 35 to 50 or 60 yards away. Right. Right. And, and when I'm getting in close to those targets, that gives me all the confidence in the world. When you're talking confidence in an animal, yeah. that when I do get one within that 20 yards, which is my personal uh that's my limit uh, on deer. You know, I may go another five on elk because of the bigger target, but then I feel, I feel super confident. It's like, dude, I just hit a leaf at 50 yards. Right. So right. this deer is going to be a piece of cake. And that's way more beneficial to me than, you know, punching a bag all day in the backyard sure. at 15 or 20 yards. Sure. Yeah. So even though you, you get that, though, um, even though you start grouping and, and you're doing really good, say at 3d shoots and you're doing really good at, um, you know, stump shooting and, and all of those things, but there's still a difference when the animal actually shows up and heck yeah, you got adrenaline flowing. <laughs> well, it's not just that it's, it's, it's a confidence thing. I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. you have, maybe you didn't go through it. I did, you know, I had, I remember when I first started hunting blacktails cause it, I didn't hunt blacktails right away. I, it, you know, I was over in Eastern Oregon a lot of time. And then I came over Western Oregon, started hunting that late season blacktails. And I, for one, I, I didn't believe that they even existed. And then. Hunting <laughs> <laughs> <them> by faith. <laughs> and then, and then once I, you know, I got into that second season and started uh, figuring out what they do. Um, the first buck, I'll never forget it. I, I had him within 15 yards. 15 yards and he's and he was he didn't really know that i was there and i still for some reason and 15 yards is a slam dunk you know right right and and uh he, for some reason i still didn't believe so i let down on him um i, I didn't shoot and right. uh i mean now i would have been licking my lips and you know <laughs> it would have been a whole different story if he does that to me this next year but um, back then there was, there was, and I was into it a good, you know, five years and, and I'd shot, you know, some turkeys and I've shot some, uh, other things and, and being that I, it, it, there's a, there was a certain hump that I had to cross and right. you know what it took me to, you know, what actually got me to actually start feeling really confident in my, in my hunting abilities with the bow. It's not really shooting abilities because I could shoot all day long and hold groups at 30 yards, but the hunting ability took me shooting grouse and I shot lots of grouse. Right. 
and because they're walking through the woods just like you know anything else and so you start getting to where um shooting something shooting a live animal and then of course then you know it wasn't very the next year i shot a doe of course and and uh that was a pretty it it wasn't really a long shot but i felt it it felt real good Mm -hmm. and then that same year i called in a bull right on top of me and uh and he didn't give me the shot, but I was at full draw waiting for him to make two more steps and he would have been, I would have shot him. And there was no ounce of me not thinking that I was going to kill that bull in my mind. And that's when it clicked. Well, yeah, when you, when you actually put a couple of animals on the ground, that's when the confidence starts. Yeah, it, it really is. Building, you know, if you, if you, uh, miss several, I guess, and I've, don't get me wrong. I've missed my share of animals and it was all due to me uh, or the animal, you know, dropping, uh, jumping the string. But yeah, um, if you, once you kill some and, and you'll miss, you're still going to miss, but you still have that confidence. Right. That, you know, I've done this before and I'll do it again. Right. And, uh, and that's frankly why, you know, I feel perfectly comfortable shooting at targets out 30 or 35 yards away but you know after about 25 yards for me it just becomes so hard to pick that small spot right i don't i don't use a gap method or anything else that that the whole animal becomes a spot and that is the problem right and it isn't that our bows are not accurate enough to shoot 50 or 60 yards or, or whatever it's just picking that very small spot uh, right. that, that little tuft of hair you want to shoot at. And I think that might be, you know, what a lot of people forget. Right. You know, and I think an elk will help that. <laughs> the elk, the elk helps it because they got big ribs. I right. could almost, I, I could almost see through the skin to the, and that sounds weird. I know, but, um, you almost feel that way when, when you're, when you're watching an elk come in, that's, I start looking at ribs and, mm-hmm. um, the last elk I shot, I, I swear I could see his heart beating underneath his ribs. And and he went, oh, I don't know. He's only 15 yards away, wasn't he? Yeah, he was only 15 yards. <laughs> and he was breathing really hard because he ran up. He ran to me. It took him. I had enough time to get my backpack off, get an arrow out, stand, and then walk up by a tree before he got there. So it's yeah. not like a horse coming up the hill. <laughs> That's everybody's dream to have an elk uh, respond like that. I've. I've actually had quite a few do that um not i thought for sure he was going to uh hold up in the reap rod you know how they'll do um before they come into the open but this guy came barreling through and he didn't care (laughs) he just wanted to find the cow (laughs) wow yeah when he finally got through he looked right straight at me because you know they know exactly where you are and uh oh yeah yeah and, it's like deer knowing the piece of grass you're rattling uh, from. It's crazy. Seems like. Yeah. And anyhow, he, he knew exactly where I was, and he looked right straight down at me. And, I, of course, I had all my camo on, and I had a cowboy hat on. And, and he looks right straight at me, and, and he looked at me, and he, th- he looked at me like I was the ugliest cow he'd ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> By that time, it was too late. But Yeah. But um, back to the shooting, you know, th- there's – there's a lot that goes along with this. You know, I, I hear there's guys that have switched over into compounds and, um, 
very very efficient guys in compounds and then they they pick up the trad bow or the stick bow and and i honestly don't think it's a skill thing i honestly think that it's it's not um something that they believe in um they don't believe that that these things are actually as lethal as they are or or mm-hmm. you know the, the things that they've seen so i i feel for the guys that are just getting into it especially the guys that killed a lot of animals you know, because they're right. used to it, especially with a compound. You can get used to killing an animal quite a bit if you're a good hunter with a compound. You know, right? And, but the stick bow, you've got to learn how to hunt more. Um, you have to learn to be a better hunter because you're going to have to get closer. Yeah, and learn how to let things walk. <laughs> at right. Times, you know, and um, if that's not in people's blood, then you know it's hard on them. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, I you know what I found out too is I think I, I see a lot of guys that are that hunt the compounds and and um, more power to them. I mean, if you're bow hunting, man, more power to you. But um, what I'm right. saying is the guys they they there's a difference. I think they have a different mindset um, when they when sometimes and when you pick up a stick bow, you got to pick it up for the for the right mindset. Don't pick it up to think that you're going to kill a bunch more animals. But at the same time, yeah, because I got news for you. <laughs> yeah, but once you get good with it, though, and once you get that confidence in it, it is a very deadly tool. Oh, absolutely. You know, if you're when, if you're you practice and and you know your distances and you're you're confident that you're going to hit what you hit, uh, it's a very deadly weapon. I mean, it's been has been yeah since dawn of, of time. Right. Um, we're not uh, those of us who start shooting stick bows in the 70s or 80s or, or 50s or whatever we didn't this isn't reinventing the wheel right right no there's but what i'm saying is, is it's it's something that man it's got to be hard to step from a compound backwards you know with especially with the compound it wasn't that bad for me because the compounds when i was yeah. doing this wasn't they weren't anything like well that now. yeah if you're talking body count yeah. i would agree yeah oh yeah you know right Right. If that's what people are after, then it's going to be hard on them. If they're after, um, you know, some of the tradition and, and taking it up. But I also do think that um, as far as elk are concerned, the stick bow really, you know, if, if you're if you hunt them the way I do in the Cascades, maybe not as much in some of the eastern stuff, because there's some shots out there. But most every shot that I've ever had in the Cascades have been under 30 at least. Mm hmm. You know, by the time it's so thick that by the time the elk figures out kind of pinpoints you, you're going to be, he's going to be on top of you. And right. uh, you don't have to fool around with the rangefinder. See, we had that problem this year. I had a guy with me with a compound and we had problems with the trying to make sure that it was ranged and this and that. And um, I venture to say, and I don't want to sound like I could have, you know, but I, I think I could have killed a bull a couple times just because we didn't have to, you know, try to figure out those ranges and things like that. And that's the beauty of, of if you want to call it instinctive shooting or, or whatever the nomenclature is these days, but being able to just stare at what you want to hit and hitting it, the yardage doesn't matter. Right. Right. You, okay. So I think, I think we beat that dead horse or bet dead bull enough. Um, one thing only cause we're at 22 minutes. <laughs> Holy cow. I know. So the next thing I kind of want to bring up is um, when do you know 
when to shoot. <laughs> What's your ethical range? Um, it's I, I'm telling you, there's a thread on the Barebow Hunter group, and there's a lot of different opinions out there. Uh, is it a fixed yardage for you? My goal, okay, is 20 yards on deer. Uh, I've taken longer shots when it felt right. Right. When the situation presented itself, there was uh, no obstacles. The deer was relaxed, and the shot just felt good. Right. You know? And there are times, uh, conversely, when a deer has been within that 20 yards, and it didn't feel good. Uh, the like I had a, a cow elk two years ago within 20 yards, but she was at such a heightened sense of of alert. You know, she was just wired. Right. And I knew if I released that arrow, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have any idea where she would be by the time it got there. Right. Right. And so I didn't take it. So there's a lot of variables there. Yeah. Um, it's hard to describe the feeling of, you know, I mean, when you, when it feels good, you know, I was, yeah. I was, Dean Torges was out here, late Dean Torges was out here elk hunting with his self bow and he heart shot a big, uh, five by five rosy elk over in the coast range. And, uh, we went up to get it and I asked him how far the shot was and he said it was 60 yards. And I just looked at him, I said, 60 yards? And he said, wheeze, <laughs> it felt right. Yeah. You know, it felt right. And I had all the confidence I was going to make that shot. Yeah. And he did. Um, and lucky for us, it, it ran down the ridge road and died on top of the ridge because it's a helicopter logged area and there are no roads in the bottom. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was, uh, but yeah. he just, that was his saying is it just felt right. Right. And, you know, and, and I've talked to other hunters too. And, and especially some, uh, you know, even self bow hunters that there's a, it's a feeling. Right. Like I, I've got this. Right. Right. You know, and, uh, like I said, I can't describe how, you know, or, no. or what, what steps you would go through to get to that. Right. But that's kind of what it feels, I, you know, sorry. Yeah. That's kind when of what feels I wanted good, to point Arrows out. in the air. Yeah. I, I, that's what I wanted to point out, you know, because there's so many things that you could talk about on an internet forum that, uh, you can't express, uh, through words or through, through, you know, um, short little blurbs of typing. And, right. and so what I wanted to kind of address it and it, it is, it's a feel right thing. It surely is. Um, is, is that, you know, I've let down on bulls that were within five yards and there was no way I was going to shoot them. One, I was a, kind of fearing for my life and two um i i actually don't think that i could have got um as good of penetration and the shot angles just weren't right so right so a yardage isn't what i'm always that's not what i look at you know and i made a really good shot on a grouse at about i don't know 45 yards walking Mm -hmm. away from me um and i guarantee if that was an elk at 45 yards i that day I might've shot that thing, you know? And so it's, it's one of those things and it comes from a lot of time with your bow and a lot of time in the woods and a lot of time around animals. Right. Right. 
I mean, I've always got at least two judos in my quiver. Yeah. yeah. And I like to shoot. And so I take, like I said, I take that opportunity when I'm in the woods to, to shoot longer distances and get my confidence at. And when it comes to internet forums, yeah. you know, there aren't too many people as opinionated or impassioned yeah. as traditional archers, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. And uh, everyone is passionate about their opinion. And, and right. you know, but what works for them doesn't necessarily work for everyone else. And there are no hard and fast rules. Right. And the one thing that I do, I, I want to point out as well, is there's those guys out there that they're only there to shoot them at, you know, 10 yards and, and yeah. more power to them, man. You know, right. they, they want that intimacy of, and a lot of those guys are shooting whitetails, <laughs> you know, right. Cause they could shoot a lot of them a year and, you know, we, we shoot one animal per tag here. I mean, I mean, you could only get one deer and yeah. if you're lucky, you'll, you could get an over the town counter tag for a elk, but that unit might not be that good of a unit. So and then you could shoot a bear, you know, so all these things, you, you, it's not like hunting the same field for the same deer. So, um, I, I understand, you know, if, if I was shooting, if I, if I had to shoot so many does before I could shoot a buck, man, those does would probably be, it would be a real test. I'd be making sure that I was shooting them really close or the way I wanted to, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I could see that side of things too. But, uh, and that's what people don't realize is it's tough hunting out here. Yeah. And we don't get the opportunities that, and this is not absolutely not, and I'll make that very clear, uh, a put down of, of whitetail hunting in in the woodlots with tree stands and and where you can, you know, they're going to come through all the time, uh, or a lot of the time, this is totally different. And uh, these deer can't be patterned, the blacktails. And it's, you know, steep, rugged country. Uh, So getting that 10-yard shot, it's a lot harder. Right, right. Here. Right, right. And and just, you know, some of the ground we hunt, that nasty, wet, cold. (laughs) uh, Oh, yeah. Fern Brushy. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, so yeah, that, I think that, I think we covered that. I, I think that's good for the young guys coming into traditional bow hunting to kind of hear Cause you know, I see some guys that are on the forums and, and you wouldn't know just by the way that they post and the way that they talk, but go to their Facebook page and look at the animals that they've taken. And some of those young guys, they're shooting, uh, um, one, one is Harmon Carson. He's shooting a recurve and he's taken some amazing amazing bucks and then he comes out here west and shoots an amazing bull that's not easy for a guy from louisiana to do no (laughs) he's a young guy right yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) that makes it easier out here It, it does it does but but what i'm saying is you know he's got a lot of uh input into the in into a lot of what's being said on there so i i like to listen to guys that have a lot of success yeah and i've I've seen his photos and i uh i haven't you know i i i stay away from those kind of threads yeah and yeah posts well, and it just because i i really have no dog in anybody else's no. uh, 
pissing match for or ethics lack of a better word yeah. or, or <laughs> you ethics know. you know um, yeah um honestly the only the only unethical arrow is the one that you knew you shouldn't have shot right you know and even with the good ones even with the the ones that you feel so strong about you're still gonna eventually if you do this long enough probably get in trouble with one it's gonna not do what you wanted it to do yeah, exactly. You know, hit a twig or something, you sure. know, and, sure. uh, or, or, you know, you get excited and your release is a little sloppy. Um, and that's why I was saying earlier about, you know, killing a few animals to get that confidence so that you don't get, I call them the yips. Um, when you're out to shoot, you're just so excited that your release goes sideways. And when that happens, so does the arrow. Yeah. Um, and it happens. It happens. Yeah, it happens. But um, so here we are. We're at 31 minutes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I think I'm going to wrap this thing up and and we'll do another segment with you, Jerry. Um, well, I hope we gave some useful uh, information out to. Uh, and hopefully built some confidence for some guys. You know, it's it, it your first years may be a little bit tough on you, but stick with it it gets easier. I I don't want to say it gets easier, but you get more proficient is what I should say. Right. And I I think sometimes the hardest part transferring over from a compound, you know, and I did is having the ability to keep reminding yourself that I can't shoot as far. Yeah. Yeah. And an animal as I can with my compound Yeah, and have that, um, yeah, just that ability to stick to that and only take the shots that you know uh, that you can make. Right. Because I tell you what, that temptation, you got nice bucks standing out there 45 yards away, and that temptation is still going to be there. Right, right, right. Thank goodness, you know, I thank goodness that I, I didn't wound a bunch of animals when I first started because it probably would have sent me back to rifles probably is what it would have done. Right. Um, but I, you, you know, now I, I don't have that. <laughs> I, it's not, it's not that a big of an issue. I've, I've watched several bulls here the last matter of fact, I haven't even hunted. I've been calling and videoing for other people for the last few years, 2014. I got out one day by myself and I got a bull that day, but I, haven't been able to really, um, I know you were scouting for me. <laughs> well, and, and I, you know, I had a couple of other guys with me too, and, and we've got into bulls all, every year. I, yeah. I, I can't count the year that I haven't got in, into bulls and, and guys have got shots. So, um, it, it is one of those things when you're talking, hunt, coming back to traditional or, or switching into traditional or, or just starting out in traditional, you have to um, build that confidence. It's a confidence thing. It really Absolutely. is. It, there's nothing else I could even, that's that's about the best thing I could call any of it is confidence. You know, and I know we're at time, but there's one thing I wanted to bring up as far as to, to get that confidence. What another thing that I would do is I had a, I put a 3D target out in the yard, put my bow by the door and this wouldn't be my regular practice session. And, and every once in a while, you know, TV commercial or whatever, I take my bow and one arrow and yeah. open the door and just walk to someplace in the yard, turn around and shoot. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that built my confidence tremendously when I got to the point where just about every time I was putting that arrow in the kill zone on that yeah. target, no matter where I went in the yard. And, and in that yard, I could shoot up to 40 yards. Um, right. right. And so that was uh, a tremendous boost right. in, in confidence uh, there. Another thing for new the newer guys is is when you start spraying arrows, put the bow away. Yeah, yeah. don't lose your confidence. <laughs> you're you're getting tired yep. and your form is going to suffer. Yeah. And you just put it away. Yeah. You know, now when I go out, I shoot maybe 20 arrows and I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I I I don't shoot that many. You know, I I probably shoot 12 arrows, 13 arrows, and that's it. I don't have to shoot much more, just as long as I know that I'm on. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap this thing up. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll get you back on here, Jerry, and we'll talk about a few more things. I'm sure some questions will come up through this. And uh, if I'm, we're starting to put some stuff on. We're going to put it on the YouTube channel as well, and uh, we'll okay. go from there. So, all right. Well, thanks, Jerry, for sh- coming, and thanks for talking about this stuff. I I think it's going to help a bunch of people, and hopefully, well, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully their confidence level will come up and and uh, it'll clear a few things up that you see on the threads. That's what we're hoping for anyhow. Sure. I hope so too. All right. Well, have a good evening. Okay, you too. We'll see you, Nate. We'll see you later. Okay. Thanks for joining us for another installment of the Barebow Hunter podcast. Remember, we couldn't even be talking about this stuff if it wasn't for our public land. So go and support the people that are protecting it, Backcountry Hunters and Anglers and TRCP. Also, if you'd like to see more of Barebow Hunters, go to our Facebook group, go to our Instagram at Barebow Hunters, like us, and hashtag all of your photos with your Barebow goodness in them, Barebow Hunter. We have a website as well. You can go over there, check out the rest of the podcast. We have videos, we have t-shirts and hats. Thanks again. Until then, shoot straight.